up, everybody? Yeah, that music you're listening to. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Who is this angel voice that we're listening to? Look at that. There's Joe, everybody. Joe, Sleepy Joe. Hey, how's it going? Sleepy. I'm just going to call you Sleepy Joe. <laughs> I got my Red Bull. I'm ready to go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Nice. And here's a lovely Shana, everybody. Hello, Shana. I think I want to be Sleepy Shana tonight. Sleepy Shana. Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is our guest tonight. Um, we'll, we'll catch up with him later in just a few minutes. Uh... It's a fabulous Sean Jones tonight, everybody. Oh, man. I wow. love this track. This is uh, Bottom of the Bottle. Yeah. It's and really cool. Yeah, I've, I think he's been mentioned in every episode at least once. <laughs> it's funny. His name always comes up when, with our other guests. So yeah, that, that really says something there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, whew, yeah. Can't wait to uh, talk music with him in a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, we we never get to talk music on this show, so I'm really hoping we can like for a change. Can we talk about music? <laughs> I feel like we could. Yeah, you we think could. so? Okay, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? Oh well, we are we are um, on our 13th episode. That's good luck, I, th- I think. Wow, is, is that good luck? Is, that thir- is 13 a, a lucky number for you? I think it depends on um, what hotel you're staying at. <laughs> Oh, which one are you staying the at C- tonight? We're not. I hope we're not staying at the Cecil Hotel because that—that is. <laughs> no. Did you see that documentary? I did, dude. I remember when that happened, and then I just recently watched the documentary, and what yeah. a weird story. Yeah, yeah. That Eliza Lamb story is just uh, mm. insane. I remember when that first came out. And I was just like, Jesus. Yeah. It's like a horror, modern day horror story. Watch that, everybody. It is something else yeah but we're gonna call lucky 13 lucky for us yeah. today so. so so joe you feeling better yeah how was your 420 joe <laughs> well i, I w- had the fortune of hanging out with y'all in, in the podcast <laughs> headquarters here. that's right yep and um everything was really good we had a really good show mm-hmm. and yeah. um we had brandon salzer on yeah he was, yeah, he was, he was a blast he was great yeah salzer's videos and records that was awesome and uh, yeah, it was really cool. And then I made the mistake of thinking that I was like 20 again and took one little tiny puff of some high THC <laughs> marijuanas, which I don't smoke. Shame on you, How dare you, sir? I, I, I've dabbled in it in the past, but it's just not my thing. You dabbed or dabbled? I was trying dabbled? to be festive. Right? Okay, there's a point. There's, yeah. a, there's a difference. Well, and I, a long time ago, I realized THC just doesn't work for me. It works for certain people. For mm-hmm. me personally, it, it does not. It's, it's too psychoactive. What does it do to you? Well, um, it generally... In the past, it's kind of sent me into freakouts where I'll like hide in the closet and worry about like the IRS. And oh my gosh! <laughs> aliens and it just I get in my own head too wow. much. So I, I gave it up a long time ago because it wasn't working. And then it sounded like, well, it's four twenty. When in Rome, right? <laughs> I had like one little. That's what all us kids do. And ended up like buried on a couch with a giant husky dog and then <laughs> ended up like spinning and getting sweaty and barfing yeah uh <laughs> sorry about that guys. it was it was crazy we, we, we mentioned duber on the show and then like after our show they came over and brought us a bong <laughs> it was crazy such a weird night yeah that's how that's how local we are yes. we know yeah we know everyone now <laughs> stay stay away from drugs kids yes. mm-hmm. yeah but i'm feeling better now I'm that's good. good yeah i'm I'm feeling a little bit better. I got my last dentist appointment. I get I got three days in a row 
Oh, that's so bad. dental work Dude. for a root canal. Because I don't take care of my teeth. <laughs> now you will. <laughs> now I will. Yeah. Brush your teeth, kids. It's my second chance in life <clears throat> for my teeth. Yeah. Brutal, man. But yeah, dentist uh, is never fun. But uh, I don't feel so bad right now. Good. I'm okay. Probably the drugs. Uh, Tuesday was a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> I was... I don't know if I was here, um, but I think I was here. I yeah. believe you were from yeah. my, yeah, I was, I was my recollection. I was here. Okay. <laughs> I, I watched the replay, and um, I, you appeared at about the 25-minute mark mm-hmm. of the show. So okay. if, if you watch the replay of that's episode 12, okay. that's when uh, you kind of, it's almost kind of like um, in The Wizard of Oz when it goes from black and white to color. That's kind of oh. what happened with you. Oh, well. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. It was it, a transition where I could I could tell that Brian's uh, pain meds from his dentist appointment <laughs> were off. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. You like kind of levitated into the show. Did I? Like, yeah, Is that it was how like I, a slow okay. levitation yeah. thing. I, I want to learn that Because I, I had great. just came back from the dentist, and then like, we just did a show. <laughs> okay, let's do a show. Brian's, Brian's back from the dentist. So, it was great. <laughs> that's, how, that's how dedicated I am. I like right before the show. I'm a goddamn professional. <laughs> you are, man. <laughs> like your half your mouth was numb trying to do sound check. I was like, oh, well, this might go south, but you, yeah. you pulled through like a champion. Oh my goodness, Jeez. Shana, how was your weekend? My weekend? Yeah. Uh, well, or no, your last t- <laughs> the last few days. I'm still not here. I'm I'm catching up. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I got some exciting news today. What? So I just heard that um, the roller skating rink is opening. What? (laughs) (laughs) I love roller skating. So I've been. The one in Ventura. The one in Ventura. So Skating Plus. There's only one. Yeah, there's only one. They're opening. Yeah. Awesome. I, I love roller skating. I've done it all my life and just recently kind of got back into it during the pandemic. So um, yeah. I've been skating outside and now I'm super stoked to get to skate on a rink again. That's so. really cool. That's fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's exciting news for me. It's good exercise. <laughs> cool. Good exercise. That's why I wear all yeah. these like skating jackets during the show. Yeah, you, you get some really cool clothes. Um, I do. Where do you get them from? Uh, well, um, I actually, I have a little skate shop. You uh, do. I do. How dare you? Because <laughs> I love the How stuff. dare you self I love like, the vintage show. skating, like stuff from the '80s, <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah, I have a little, I have a little Etsy shop. That's What's it called? Uh, it's called Vintage Skate. There you go. Yep. There you go. There you I go. Cool lots stuff. of uh, yeah. lots of booty shorts and like rainbow stuff and yeah, stuff from the eighties. Yeah. Really, really yeah. cool stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> I got the booty shorts recently, mm-hmm. and they, I, those I'm look really, really good on you. Yeah, yeah. Those look I have really to good. Say. Yeah, yeah. They they fit you. I wasn't gonna say nicely. anything, but <laughs> you look great. I'm wearing them now, actually. Oh. I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't gonna say anything, but <laughs> since we are on kind of zoom-ish uh yeah. show we, we we're all not we're not wearing pants we're all pants yeah. Yeah. We're all we, wearing, don't, we don't have need to pants we're all wearing booty shorts that's today. so great i mean right now we're we're doing this from us from uh, zoom and so all of our guests we don't have to see in person so from the waist down we pretty keep it pretty casual yeah, yeah. <laughs> been doing it for like a year now with yeah, every gig great. it's yeah. a shame when i have to put on pants and go outside into the world now because i'm know. so used to oh, not yeah doing that i forgot how to wear high heels it's yeah you gotta be careful (laughs) i know i almost hurt myself (laughs) yeah i'm done with belts Uh, (laughs) well uh speaking of um uh, i got no segue for that (laughs) belts damn it i was 
I always try to make a segue right into our guests, and it just didn't work out this time because he is just so damn talented, and I just I can't wait to get him on the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight is an extremely talented guitarist, singer, and songwriter. He's been singing and slinging the blues for over two decades now, and I would like to welcome local blues man Sean Jones to the show. Sean, what is going on? Hey, como esta? Como esta? Hey, Oh my gosh. Look at you guys. You guys, you know, I was having so much fun watching your show. I just, I didn't want you to put me on. Uh, it's like, <laughs> thinking about Joe and those skate shorts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. You got to be in person to see them. <laughs> I don't have to be anywhere, actually. Well, <laughs> we can send you a pair, Sean, if you like. Just let me know what color. <laughs> Green. Green. Okay. Got it. Yeah, cool. yeah. We got that. With white trim. <laughs> yes. Like real Ooh. white. That's what we have. We've got the, uh, the dolphin shorts from the 80s. Yeah, those are That's really cool. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> or OPs, maybe OPs. Oh, those corduroy Ooh, yeah. ones. Oh, right. The corduroy ones that like went up like just right. Yeah. Super short ones. I actually saw a guy in the credit union about six months ago that was completely like 1978, 1980, had the whole, it was straight out of like uh, a Napoleon Dynamite. Or oh it's like, I love those time travelers. Like Artie is a time traveler. I'm not sure. You, you, do you know I Artie? Mean, period, correct everything. Like the shoes, the socks, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Nailing tubes, it. material, whatever you call it. Yeah. Oh, God, so where are you joining us uh, from tonight? Where should we mail where the shorts? I, where am I at? <laughs> yeah, where are you at? Where am I at? I'm at home. And where's home? Is it? Uh, you're, are you in Ventura? I'm in Ventura, and sometimes Ventucky, depending on. Ventucky. Some people get very offended by that, but like I'm sorry. I keep I'm familiar with that term. I'm kind of a down home guy, so sometimes Ventucky just feels right. Kind yeah. of works. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, fol- yeah, it's or, folksy. You know, it's folksy. What's that? It's folksy. It's folksy, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Redlands by the Beach. Oh, <laughs> or Bakersfield by the Sea. There you go. Yeah, 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 you could do that. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, did you? Are you? Are you originally from Ventura? I am not. Uh, originally, I'm from. Uh, well, when you're from San Bernardino, you say you're from Redlands. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to choose so, from. <laughs> I'm, originally, I'm originally from San Bernardino, but um, I shouldn't say what I just said because I have a lot of wonderful friends. In oh, San that's Bernardino. fine. We all love them. I'd say it for uh, you. Yeah, um, but I'm from San Bernardino, and and uh, it gives you a good sense of grounding. You know, anywhere you move, you feel like you've made it. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> You're just like. I'm not that ambitious anymore because I live here. So, okay. no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you lived in Ventura? 13 years now. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's about as yeah. long as I've actually, I've lived here um, 14 years. So yeah. we've been here about the same 14. amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great town. I sure. really like it. It's not pretentious. Yeah. We have all of the things that pretentious towns have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the L.A. um, You know, we've got the beach and we've got homes with views of the ocean. You just just can't get hit by a Lamborghini when you cross the street. Mm. Right. (laughs) Right. 
Yeah. Watch out for them trains. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, I missed a good interview. This is so great. I'm oh, it's good to see I you, have so man. Much fun with yeah. So, yeah, interviews are great. Have you been doing a lot of interviews during the pandemic? Um, during the pandemic, no. Uh, when I'm out on the road, I do them all the time. Oh, okay, right. Since I've been home, I mean, you know, nobody wants to talk to me, so <laughs> we, <it's fine. laughs> we do. We want to talk to you. Well, it's I don't want to talk to them either. <laughs> no. You know, it's uh, funny. Uh, people are so eager to do a Zoom interview with us. I mean, we're like booked out through June. It's like so easy to book people right now because it's it's easy. Why You're does home. anyone want to talk to us? You're, you can do it from Zoom. No idea. You don't have to go anywhere. It's like usually like when I needed to book things in the past, it was like, well, let me check my schedule. And now everybody's like, yeah, sure. Then just throw out one date and they're on it. I think so. it's just a possibility of just uh, interacting with, you know, other right? people and yeah. not feeling inhibited by fear or Anything like that? Because we, we don't we don't talk about politics, you know, that much. Um, but uh, I know I know Joe is chomping at the bit. Yeah, he's chomping at the bit, just like let our, me uh, at him. Let me at him. Yeah, what do you got to say, Joe? Tell oh no, I can't on this show. Don't open yeah. that can. <laughs> We're politically neutral. <laughs> I don't know. Joe's garage. Yeah, Joe, that's a different show. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna let Joe do a like a, a vlog where he can he can. Talk talk about it and it'll say like not affiliated with the local show in the beginning yeah <laughs> big disclaimer so i don't get you guys in trouble yeah. Damn good times together. <laughs> yes we have he's oh, played man. guitar on a lot of my gigs and then we worked on the struggle makes you stronger record together yeah oh that's he's cool gracious enough to make really low dough oh. and work and work with me i wish i could have paid you so much more bro i feel horrible about that dude but. 100k for my slice of the record was fine man it's, it's cool <laughs> my rates have gone up since then but like yeah. we're bros you know so like I'll always cut you, you look them up cut you the rate <laughs> no well, that was a lot of they, fun man the rates were higher than i paid them even <laughs> <laughs> that's but. a great record Struggle makes you stronger. Oh, it's yeah, good check it out. Thank you for your help on that. Man. Oh, man. It was really, it was hard to get through that without your help on that. Actually. That was fun. Yeah, I, I miss hanging out. We we were hanging out like every day, working in your your home studio. We were hanging out. We were hanging in. We yeah, were just hanging. eating Indian food around the <laughs> yes. corner. All that, that place is gone now. It's, I know. They just need to take the whole damn building down. It's such a wreck. Yeah. What, what place is homeless that? people living in there? And stuff. Oh wow. Was it wow. the Taj? Uh, Tosh, is that what it was Tosh is still there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was the Maharaja. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's not there anymore? Pretty good Gone. food. Hmm. Um, but there's the Indian grocery store down the street now, so I just go get it and bring it back home and oh. watch mm. the video and It'll show me how to make it. Oh, cool! That's yeah. fun. Here's the uh, here's the album, everybody. This is what you want oh, to check yeah. out on Spotify. And you know what sucks? What sucks is the album that I made after that with Craig McIntyre and, and Sam Bowley. Yeah. The, the trio record uh, when I because I want to call it Sean Jones trio because we just did a trio record you know we just wanted it to be raw bare bones that record I'm really proud of that struggle makes you stronger record because it um it had it was like one of those things where when you envision something to sound a certain way because you know when you do a lot of gigs and you have to travel as a trio you can't bring seven people on the road yeah. it's hard but i wanted to make the i wanted to <laughs> produce the record to where everything that i heard in my head was on it and and, and it sat in the right place and everything that's great. Yeah. And that was really cool 
But when I got to make the Pain Pass Down record, which is uh, what Bottom of the Bottle is on and, and all that, mm-hmm. um, I had to, being that I called it Sean Jones Trio, they wouldn't let me register it under Sean Jones. Uh, so that's why nobody can find the damn record. Oh, they have to know okay. that it, well, here I have it to is. get like a million or at least yeah. 150,000 sh- views or whatever. There it is. Look up the Sean Before, Jones Trio. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, it stinks. I'm, I'm not very good with Spotify, I must be honest. I, 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 <laughs> we are either. So. Yeah. I'm still pissed off at them for, for raping the industry. And yeah. So, right. you know, Me I mean, I used to be able to go on the road and, and make so much money from selling CDs. Mm. And, you know, people, what they buy, you know, if they download your record, they'd, they'd spend a dollar a song. And, and now it's, you get a half a penny a play mm. when you stream something. Yeah, the industry has changed I mean, so much. It's, just uh, keep it. Why bother yeah. you sending me? Right? <laughs> <laughs> don't insult me. Just those, keep the penny, man. Those yeah, mailbox yeah. checks. Yeah, don't insult my intelligence, man. I mean, but anyways, everybody wanted to be seen. You know, everybody wanted to be accepted by this platform where they could be on the same platform. But really, the ones making all the money are the record companies and Spotify. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it's. They've got the deals worked out. And that's, yep. and it's no mystery. I just feel bad for the younger kids coming up that never had a chance to go out and sell CDs at their gigs. Yeah, what you do you know? what do you tell a a, a new up and coming band um, in Ventura? Like, what do you what's your advice for a young band? <sighs> well, definitely make vinyl because mm. vinyl's the thing right now. Plus, it sounds so great. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just hard to tour with them because they're fragile. You know, they mm-hmm. they react to heat and so forth, and you can't shove 150 of them in a priority, uh, you know, piece of mail to ship over to wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if they just, in the summer, it's tough because they're, you know, yeah. they're made of vinyl. They're, they, yeah. they melt and they warp and that's the sucky part of it. I'm really cussing a lot today. I don't know what's going that's on. Fine. It's fine. But, uh, Fuck it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the local no. show. We could say whatever we want. Yeah. Except politics apparently. But <laughs> you know, I, figure yeah, out that. I guess the thing to do I mean have good have good swag, have good, you know, mm. merchandise, you know, which I don't really have a lot of like, t shirts and hats and all that. I'm gonna jive. help you with that, Sean. I've oh, got yeah. some ideas for you. Yeah. You do? Yeah, I do. I've got some I want cool, them. some cool ideas. I we're gonna we're gonna have you on the local shop. Get you some merch. Yes. I would love that. <laughs> totally. Yeah, check out the localshop.net if um, you guys are. Or you guys have your swag, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. You have local yeah. su- show t-shirts and stuff. And support local musicians yeah. and local local. All the, uh, all the profits here. go to the musicians, so we're mm-hmm. we're just oh, here to support them. Oh, yeah. Sell them on the show. Yeah. On the shop, oh, yeah, online. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we do. Um, Let me see if I can pull it up here. What we do is uh, we have a we have a print shop and they basically we take the orders online and we print them and ship them out and the band doesn't do anything and they get the that's money. Oh, so cool! Yeah. yeah, here's the. Well, uh, you know, so you asked what? My, oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, I gotta get a I gotta be a part of all that mess right yeah. there. That's you could have water bottles. You could have that's a dog <laughs> handkerchief. Yeah, I think you need a Sean Jones water bottle. Yeah, yeah. I, Brian's yeah, on there. Exactly. <laughs> I'd buy one. Already that way I'll be jumping down your throat every time you take a sip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, what advice would I give young people yeah. that are coming up? 
I mean, in regard to making money or in regard to music? What's the question? Well, if I was coming up and I'd be like, well, you know, how do I get, how do I gain popularity? I mean, what's, what's uh, a good way to do it besides social media? Uh, you, you know, it's, you know, it's ironic about what you're saying is that it's more like those that have been doing it the old way need to get advice from the younger kids on how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> they are born into this technology thing from the very beginning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've had to, I started out like when I was born, it was real to real. And then, yep. then it went, you know, I remember the first time I, I was just talking to my cousin because I went to a, my aunt's 90th birthday in Arizona. Wow. Cool. Oh, wow. The, the only town I've seen a Trump store in. And it was really close. <laughs> a whole store? Yeah, a Trump whole store, store called Trumped. Whoa. Have you been to Thousand Oaks? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's That's one like in Thousand Oaks. <laughs> amazing. Oh my I God. mean, amazing in a really gross kind of way. But yeah. anyway, no offense to anybody out there that's that was into the Trump thing. But <laughs> no, none at all. He's got a strong base. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, well... That's great. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm, I'm too old to care what other people think about me now. Hey, man. Well, just let Sean do but the anyway, politics version, right? right? Yeah, yeah. You guys will have your own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I topic hopped a lot. I, I was going to say something. I was talking about. Um, I was talking to, to my cousin about what? When the hell were we talking about? Oh, oh uh, upcoming bands, music and stuff. business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been coming bands in the music business, and uh, oh, the first time I heard Bohemian Rhapsody mm. was on an eight-track in my uncle's 1957 Ford Ranchero. Oh wow! And, and I just thought, you know, I got a visual of that whole thing. You still and remember like, it? Yeah, wow. it's so cool. Wow! Sitting in a Ford Ranchero listening oh to gosh. Bohemian Rhapsody on eight-track at twelve years old. Well, there was something tangible about the the music back then. I mean, you got to hold it, you got to read the liner notes and follow the follow yeah. the lyrics and well, stuff. And and those eight tracks, those were those were big and clunky and thick. I remember those. Mm-hmm. And if you use them enough, then you hear the track on the you hear tracks bleeding through. <laughs> right. Like yeah, they're basically just reel to reel tapes in a plastic case. Yeah, that's where they got the idea, right? Like just 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 yeah. shrink it down and you know make it reel to reel like really small until the CD. But, it was, but it's you know it's so awesome. I mean, I, I think technology is amazing in regard to like there used to be you know six degrees of separation as they would say. Yeah, and that doesn't exist anymore. If I, if you want to actually send a message to flipping John Mayer, and I'll probably go through his people, but you can message him on. <laughs> Yeah. Want to. There was never a chance no. before. Right. <laughs> you had to write like a letter. Yeah, like Ringo. I think Ringo Starr was the only person answering fan mail. <laughs> That's so That's funny. Yeah, dude. I I always uh, DM John Mayer. Like, you do? actually, I have like, three or four times. You, you slip into you slip. John Mayer's DMs. Yeah, I but I don't ever get a response. But it was when he was doing the the current mood show on Sunday nights where he'd like. Uh, I love that. Show. I do too. I wish he'd bring it back, yeah. man. But I would yeah. like send him like, like, this is great or whatever. And like, I, I've actually met the dude a long time ago, but um, I don't really know him. And I, I strangely like nobody writes me back that's famous like. <laughs> Rachel Maddow won't write me back. Aww. You're DMing well, Rachel I'll Maddow. Write you back wow. Just I'm oh, dude, you, you are famous. You know what? I'm going to DM you, bro. Yeah, DM <laughs> Sean Jones. My own mind. <laughs> Do you have a uh, authentic? I'm big in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Do you have one of those blue check marks? Do you, have, do you have a blue check mark on Twitter? <laughs> oh my gosh! What, okay, so I gotta I gotta ask like, what got you interested in music and like how old were you when when it just first clicked? Well, yeah, so my father played guitar and sang on the couch. And, oh, that's great. Uh, and he not just on the couch he played and sang, uh, <laughs> but he he played guitar and sang old country tunes. You know, and then we had a piano in the house, and my mom didn't read music, but she was just one of those people that could just sit down at the piano oh, wow. and uh, make things up by ear. And she liked the candles. And did you say what year? Uh, by by ear. Oh, by ear. I thought you said what year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to date. We're not going to date each other. We're we're all 32 no, here. It's uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. By ear. My mom was by ear. So when she was a kid, she learned how to play a violin, uh, but then she let it go, and and uh, then she just went into playing piano by ear. And my dad played by ear, and I played by ear. Mm-hmm. I do know a bit of theory, but I'm not like I'm not a side reader guy. I have to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And when I heard Paul McCartney didn't really read music well, I thought, well, I'll be all right then. Yeah, the, I mean, I the, mean, he he wrote some pretty amazing tunes over the years, you know. Yeah, what do you think that is? Do you think it's just natural talent? Does, do you think it's just listening or just understanding well, music? I mean, if you understand, if you understand music numerically. Like if you can count and know your right. if you know the circle of fifths, and if you understand, you know basic theory, but you're just not a great sight reader, you can you can make your way through music pretty good. You can make chord charts. You can, yeah. you know, you run into problems when you sit down. Uh, well, they don't go really into studios and sit down and, and read charts as much as they used to, do they? But no. you know, if you get a chart and you have to play a particular figure, or if you're in a horn section or something like that, where you have to read right. stuff, side stuff right off the top, which Joe is amazing at. Yeah, but you. I'm uh, actually really not that good, you know, because I, th- well, I feel like most guitar players aren't. You good. roll with it. Man. Yeah, I can get through it, man. But like, you got like your Andrew Sinewicks of the world that literally can sit down and and read like the. I don't know, like the Coco soundtrack and play all those nylon parts, and it's like all written for him. And you can just well, sit down and our, do how it. How about our local buddy, Tarek Akoni? Tarek Akoni, another one, master. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's really He's rare. A yeah. It's very rare because we all mostly grow up playing guitar and like learning some chords. And if you got music and you can play, and then, you know, I remember yeah. one day going, like, well, what? I don't even know what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> I can play pretty good, but I don't know what I'm doing. But um, and then you eventually learn, like Sean said, you get you can kind of get through everything, um, <clears throat> but it's just a different type of instrument that way. Yeah, and, you know, you know you if you know where you're flat, where, where there's no half step in between, you know, B and C and E and F, that pretty much like knowing that uh, you're working away on the guitar and knowing where your root notes are for your chords and how they're based and then being able to write them out. You can get your way through it. But I mean, I was always so quick at, like, I could just hear something and then pick it up immediately. Like, yeah. just hear it. And I know the melody, I have it locked in my head immediately, and then I find it, and then I'm good. That's you know? Amazing. So mm-hmm. that, it kind of, it's kind of like I really suck at algebra. I'm horrible at calculus, <laughs> all these things. But, you know, I can make sense out of making money and you know it's the, can, it's the right and the left brain right things but you know when you start getting like letters and numbers and putting them together it just doesn't make any sense to me it's like 
keep the alphabet over there and keep the numbers over here. <laughs> yeah, you, you got you, as as the offspring says, you got to keep them separated. <clears throat> yeah, separated. That's right. <clears throat> I learned that in the nineties. Yeah, that's what you got to keep them separated. You got to keep them separated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, being out here for like the last thirteen years, um, the LA scene has changed quite a bit. Have you played um, any uh, sunset shows or um, anything in the LA area? Um, well, I have a motto that I go by. And that is where they're paying is where I'm playing. Mm. <laughs> That's a good motto. <laughs> I used to play in it's LA a, a lot, you know, just showcasing around and stuff. But then when you get to a certain age where you realize like you're not going to be the next, you know, young up and comer, you're kind of, you're more out and going than up and coming. <laughs> um, you know, and I don't mean that. I mean, I'll play for the rest of my life, but it's not like I'm going to get signed by, by a millennial record company executive as the new hot act. Right. So, so going into LA to, to play shows for me, um, if, 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 you know, if we can draw a decent crowd and makes a bit of money, then that would be great. I don't mean to, to sound all about money cause it's not all about money, but when it's your job and it's what you do for a living and you have yeah. a mortgage to pay, if I can put a nice string of dates together in Italy or Ireland or Switzerland or Germany, I'll probably go there before I'll go to L.A. and play mm -hmm. for nothing. Yeah, you know? you've, you've toured all over the world. Um, mm. It's been it's just uh, kind of incredible. What, what was your first band? I got to know that. My very first band was a band called uh, Head Start. <laughs> Head Start, everybody. Wow. That was in high school. Cool. Isn't that what I'll they call preschool? Yeah. <laughs> you want, I'll give you a real quick story if you want. Yeah, tell us about Head Start. So, so uh, I was not that popular at school because I was a, I was a you know guitar nerd and a, a band geek and a choir guy. So I was in choir in the show group and I was in band in the jazz band playing guitar. Yeah. And then I would on the lunch breaks I would sit on the bench or go out in the field and play my guitar. Some people would gather around, whatever. But not really getting the love that I wanted from all the girls that, you know, <laughs> that all the hot chicks that were dating the football players, right? So, so um, we on, uh, what was it? It was on, I forget what occasion it was, but there was a party that where we went and played. I played at a pizza parlor in this band called Head Start. And it was like this top 40 band. And, and uh, the band was real stiff. Like it was real, real stiff. The music was very not so great. Love it. But I love it. I grew up on Jimi Hendrix, so like I had this whole Hendrix thing up down because I was a lefty wow. and I could play Little Wing back when I was fifteen and sixteen yeah. and all, and Voodoo Child and all those things. So I I just did this thing where I cranked up my guitar in the middle of the show and did the Star Spangled Banner and like you know just made my guitar woo stop. <laughs> Right, and the whole place just was, the whole flipping school was at this pizza parlor. Oh, wow. So, you know, we just packed it out, played the gig. I went back to school like the next Monday, and all of a sudden I was like big man on campus for about <laughs> 25 minutes. <laughs> and I literally 25 minutes because I have to be honest, somebody gave me a joint 
Joe's experience with that. <laughs> in, my, in my high school, we had a smoking section. What? Yeah. Wow. The, so I smoked cigarettes back then when I was a kid. Wow. And, uh, so smoking section. <laughs> I, I was taking my cigarette pack, and I noticed there was a, a half a joint in there, right? And I was like, oh. Wow. And then I looked up and the dean over in the distance was the dean of the school was kind of like looking at me and they turned away. <laughs> so I was smoking my cigarette at, you know, and people were talking to me. Oh, it was killer, man. Blah, blah, blah. Just like Jimmy. Doo-doo. You know, and then I go back to class and all of a sudden the dean Uh-oh. opens the door. He goes, Sean, can you come out of here for a second? So I go out there and he takes me in a private room. He goes, I need you to open up your cigarette pack. You look suspicious. You were shaking it kind of funny and looking at it. <laughs> I want to there's nothing. It's fine. You know, there's nothing, nothing. And he's like, no, no, I need to see. I need to have a look. So I sh- shook out my cigarettes. Right. And it didn't come out. Oh, thinking, oh God. Oh, God. Thank you. God. <laughs> and, and so but he goes, OK, well, that's good. He goes, let's just he goes, let's just take everything out of that pack. Oh. oh, no. I'm like, oh, God. And then I just started crying. I was like, I didn't mean to. Oh, you know. <laughs> and so he goes, okay, well, you just need to come with me to, to the, you need to come to the dean's office. You need to come to my office. So he calls my stepmother and they got the cops to come down. Like the cops oh, came in, Whoa. like the sheriff or something. And they, they, uh, They're like, you got any more joints? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then basically what happened was here I'm big man on campus. It's three months until graduation. Right. Wow. So, uh, and I was, I got my grades back up because in San Bernardino, I blew it and I moved in with my dad, uh, in Norco, California. And I was going to school there and, and I got my grades up. I was taking all the extra courses to get my points back up or whatever they call it, credits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was going to graduate with my class. And so uh, then I got busted and I got screwed out of that. And they sent me to a continuation school. Oh, man. My graduation class, my graduating class had seven people in it. Dude. And I, I used Holy to have God. to ride my motorcycle <laughs> through the, in Pedley, like in Norco, with all the flooded cow pastures. So I'd show up to school <laughs> smelling like cow shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Have you written a book? Have you written a book? (laughs) Dude. Yeah, man. It's a little TMI TMI time, but. Well, you'd think after the, like, getting busted for weed and shredding Jimi Hendrix that, like, you know, your popularity would have gone through the roof as a a rebel. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that's how it worked, but. Well, nowadays, I suppose that would be cool. Yeah. Well, it depends. uh, You could get canceled for a lot of things now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> illegal back then plus my dad was like he was a, he was a redneck that believed in martians you know mm-hmm. like he was a guy that he was not really a redneck well he was a redneck he was a cowboy but he was also he was like this cool guitar player yeah. guy like he played guitar but he sold insurance he mm-hmm. was so good he was like a wayland kind of guy but didn't dr- he was just cool he was just a cool desert dude like but man, you didn't want to piss him off because he was just a big, tough yeah. man, you know, and he kicked my ass for that. Ooh. I mean, mm. really, I really got my ass kicked for that. Were your, um, sorry to interrupt, were your, were your parents together um, no, for the no. whole time? Okay. They divorced when I was five. Okay. Your dad was still in your life um, after oh, that, Oh, yeah, right? yeah. He, 
like, you know, back when I was really young, mm-hmm. like you asked me about the guitar playing. So he taught, he taught me my first few chords. And when I was around five years old, I started falling in love with the guitar thing. And then he moved out then. But at nine, he bought himself a Martin D18 and gave me his Lyle um, little Japanese acoustic that was really cool, actually. But I played the hell out of that guitar and broke the neck like within six months. And then I just started going through guitars. And I'm left-handed, and he gave me my first guitar. It was cool that he gave it to me, strung up left-handed. He didn't try to turn me into a right. Mm, you know interesting. I mean? That's cool. Yeah. So That's a good dad right there. Like, that? <laughs> That's a good dad right there. Yeah, well, you know, let me be who I was in that way. You know, it's like, and that's, I would never encourage somebody that picked something up like a baseball bat or a glove or a guitar or a tennis racket or a golf club, like try to make them be the other person. Right. Because, you know, for me, it's like, it's the rhythm is all in my left hand. I can technically make my right hand, you know, approach chords and so forth, but I couldn't strum my way out of a bag of Fritos, man. I mean, you know, with my right hand, I'm just, I'm so left-handed. Wow. Mm. You know, yeah, interesting. That wasn't a very good uh, strum my way out of a bag of freedom. What does how, that mean? How big of a what bag? Would you have to have? That was a <laughs> must have been a large bag. Yeah, <laughs> that was the sharing size. It's bunchy size. Yeah. How did you know left guitar would work? I mean, just because you wrote with your left hand? I just picked it up, and it, I picked it up that way. Wow. And so my dad immediately knew that when he gave me my first real guitar, that was going to be left-handed, strung up left-handed. So it wasn't even a question. It was just like I grabbed the guitar and I picked it up like this, even though it looks right, doesn't it, to you guys? No. Something. No, it looks correct. It looks mm-hmm. Yeah. So I picked it up and uh, it was just totally natural. And he showed me where to put my fingers to play C, F, and, and G. But mm-hmm. they were just like, it was just like real, like one finger chords. And then immediately mm-hmm. I just fell in love with it. Like I never questioned from that point on, what I ever wanted to do with my life since I was a little kid. I've always, it chose me kind of thing. Wow. That's so it's cool. Just, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, sorry. Um, Sean, we got to take a quick break. Um, can you hang on for like five minutes? We're going to play one of your I, songs. Sure. And um, we'll be right back, everybody, uh, just All after right. this short. I'm having fun. Oh yeah, we're, we're going to have we're way more fun. We are too. I just I have to go to the awesome. bathroom like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Looking through my window. Walking down the street Time is passing so slow Got to groove to my own beat Can't even go downtown And hang out with my friends Everybody's in lockdown Who knows when it's gonna end No need to be afraid
situation across the land and sea. A universal vibration happening to you and me. But so cold feels like we've been cheated like we've been born and so so cool play oh sorry sorry you were muted okay can you play it again (laughs) i'm gonna play it again do you need to go to the bathroom again joe (laughs) yeah bathroom break let's just roll that again it was so good oh man we are here with sean jones everybody sean what's going on dude welcome back (laughs) welcome back to the show <laughs> Man, what, yeah. let's talk about that tune. Give us a little breakdown. Was that Simon Phillips on drums? Simon Phillips on drums. Uh, Richard Cousins on bass. Jeez, mm, um, incredible. Josie Aiello on vocals. Josie, I love her, man. Yeah, Josie is amazing. Yeah, she's my sister, man. She's my. I love that woman. She's, she's a, awesome. She's awesome, man. So, like, you weren't able to find like, um, like really world-class musician so you just kind of went with uh <laughs> simon phillips on drums well, you know well, how did that happen that's amazing well, give them a little backstory on those guys yeah we along gotta know with this tune because that's some special that's a special band right there with well, you richard, at the helm richard cousin, richard cousin who's giving the background you yeah well i mean simon phillips he's in toto who else did he play with he played with the, the who the who <laughs> 
<laughs> Who? Who? Just, just a name. Never heard of him. I mean, he's a legend. Just a name. The guy's a legend. Yeah. Didn't he? Well, he's with Toto with the Who. Mm-hmm. He played. Didn't he work with Journey at one point? Could have. He's, he's kind of done like everything, man. I, that's really lame of me to not have the whole rundown on him right at this very it's moment. It's okay. I put he, you on the spot. Man. How dare you? Yeah. He also. I'll tell you one thing that's current that he's doing is his project. Mm. And if you go to that little Big Beat Studios, which it's on that video, yeah. you'll see Big Beat. There's there's hundreds of great videos, but his have the most hits. And he has a project with um, uh, Greg Howe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Greg Howe and him. And they did a, it's got like half a million views on his videos, but it's like this fusion thing. Yeah. That's incredible. And I mean, his drumming is just like, I mean, he understands the simplicity of it, but he also understands like how to get, you know, extremely technical and way outside. But he's just so pocketed. His yeah. playing is incredible. Jeez, that that groove you guys were laying down is amazing, man. Yeah, it's so, really good. How'd that come about? That project. So, okay, so the and then the girl singer that's not Josie. The other girl is Carmen Byler, and she's like an influencer from Liechtenstein, Switzerland. Yeah, wow. And, and there's Christoph Weibel, and he's a pretty popular keyboard player from that area. And Little Konzet owns Little Big Beat Studios in Liechtenstein, and it's Liechtenstein. Sam and I went over there and did a. Uh, we did six songs and a vinyl. Um, wow. that had not gotten released because we were supposed to release it during the COVID period. Right. But we did six videos and a, a, we did a live concert for 150 people in a studio where we're in the middle and there's 150 people sitting around us and everybody has their own individual headphone mix with volume control for their own volume. And we're making an album before their eyes. So like mistakes and all, like just go. And they're cutting to two inch tape which then got mastered down to quarter inch tape and also to, um, uh, you know, digitally for Pro Tools so they can put it on Spotify. But um, uh, but then it went from quarter inch, two inch tape, quarter inch tape to vinyl. Wow. So it never touched a digital signal path and it went through an SSL board, which Joe knows is, you know, so it's ridiculous. I mean, the gear there is ridiculous. Yeah, that so, place is beautiful. So we did that. And then when the pandemic hit, you know, we got locked down, couldn't release the vinyl. Yeah. And um, I stay in contact with Little. His name is uh, Manfred, but he goes by Little. And he owns that studio, one in Austria and one in Liechtenstein. And he said, hey, listen, you know, we're doing this thing called Boat of Souls. And we're going to raise money for musicians. And everybody's pitching together and doing these. Uh, everybody's re- recording remotely. And we did one song that was written by the project was called Boat of Souls. And they wrote the first song was called Boat of Souls. And he says, hey, why don't you write the next song? He said, I did a I did a studio live session like I did on you on um, on Bernard Purdy. Oh, who is a legend. Damn. Bernard Purdy is like probably one of the greatest drummers ever lived. Yeah. But one of the most recorded ever. Yes, he goes. Here's the here's a groove. Here's a loop I put together for you. Mm. That's that's a Bernard Purdy loop. Here's a uh, here's here's Bernard Purdy. Uh, yeah, that's him. That's Purdy Purdy, man. Oops, hold on. I gotta get rid of uh, something else. Hold on. There's yeah, other music playing. There's other music playing. <laughs> other music playing. Oh my gosh, that guy. who's that? I don't know. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> 
I don't know how much of the backstory was supposed to be told, but I'm telling it because I'm just being straight up about it. Great story, so, man. So it's the Purdy Groove. That groove to that song is the it's called the Purdy Shuffle. Purdy Shuffle. Yeah, this is the Purdy Shuffle. That's a Purdy Shuffle. You're hearing a Purdy Shuffle, but what happened was Bernard Purdy was into it. Yeah, like you check him out, man. And a good old fashioned shuffle, we might do that at the end as well. What a but great guy. Time, time oh, it's incredible. We're gonna do. Yeah, I, I watched this video. Every year too, sitting there playing. I watched this video so long that ago. A triplet. And it grooves <laughs> like anything. This is so great. Oh, my God. We're going to get a copyright strike. <laughs> the last three videos we did. We'll just keep talking. Okay. He's unbelievable. He's got it, man. He's just... There's people that just get it. I like it. That's so cool. Yes. But, yeah, Purdy, oh, my goodness. That's that's just legendary. Legendary so here's lineup. the deal. We were going to do this whole thing with Bernard Purdy. And um, his manager got involved. And this was a fundraiser for musicians. And nobody's getting paid. It's all everybody's out of the graciousness of their heart. They're contributing and making something. Mm -hmm. So I got sent the pretty shuffle. That's a little loop of him playing. Mm -hmm. And and Little says, write a song to it. So this is the beginning of the pandemic. And I, I, I'm looking through my window. No one walking on the street. Time is passing so slow got a groove to my own beat, you know? You know, can't even go downtown <laughs> with my friends. Everybody's in a lockdown. No one knows when it will end. Mm. You know, so it was like, the song came together, but don't be afraid, better days are coming our way. Ain't no use crying, sun's gonna keep on shining. Damn. Keep on shining. So anyway, we get all the way down the, the road with this thing, write the song, you know, put it to the pretty shuffle, get Bernard to get involved, and then his manager got involved, and said, look, no, you know, Bernard's got to get paid, man, you got to pay, you know. And we're like, Whoa. like, this is, we're, you know, what? This, we're just contributing. So he says, no, we're pulling it. And mm -hmm. so he pulled, his manager pulled Bernard out of the thing. So Little and I are like, oh, damn, like, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. What are we going to do? And, you know, Little's very type of Simon. Oh. And he calls up Simon. He's like, hey, Simon. You know, would you be interested? Please, here's the situation. Explain the situation. We're just gonna, you know, he says, just can you just lay your drums down on this? It's it's this kind of it's like the Rosanna beat kind of yeah. bud. <clears throat> totally. And so he came in there with his thing. Mm -hmm. Simon, if, if you listen to Pretty Shuffle, and then you listen to his thing, it's like it's a Bernard. I mean, it's a it's a Simon Phillips thing. Yeah. And it just he he did it. It's it still got the, the syncopated, you know. And he just turned it into this amazing thing. And so Simon wow. played drums on it, and um, and then we called up Richard Cousins because I was on the road with Robert Cray in 2016 yeah. all through Europe and through England. And um, he he lives in Zurich, so that's only two hours from Liechtenstein. So he came down. <laughs> and played on it and then uh then we remotely got josie to come sing on it and so josie came over here and we tracked and um and then he had uh carmen Weiler and um christoph uh work on it as well from Liechtenstein, switzerland and so we put it together 
all remotely like that. That's and incredible. Wow. I mean, it looks like you're in the same room. Yeah. Well, because it's black and white. Yeah. <laughs> black and white is just amazing. <laughs> Jeez, what a, what a beautiful tune and crazy crew. But you're, you're well known for always having the best people around you. You know, you just, you're, you're fortunate that way that everybody likes your music and shreds and man, no matter what band you've got going at a certain time and who's in town and available, it's always a barn burner. Yeah. I'm really grateful for that. And I don't know what the hell, why, but I'm it's, very grateful. It's cause you rock, man. It's positive vibes. It's positive vibes. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Philip Sace um, has that same yeah. energy that you do. And I love it. I love uh, the positive energy. I remember um, we went to a show pre pandemic. It was at the, um, the baked potato. Yeah. And uh, he was there with uh, Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie was playing. And uh, yeah, was who was playing drums? Michael Leisure. Michael oh, Leisure. Mike, yeah. Michael Leisure was playing drums. And what a, what a, mm, that was an amazing yeah. show. <laughs> and, and three he, guys, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, he is just like you. Uh, you guys share that same energy where you are just so grateful. And I think that goes a long way in this industry. Is um, but you say that about me and compare it to Philip in regard to being gracious, because I feel so much that way about him. Uh, he's someone that I've reached out to, you know, that I admire very much, uh, and he immediately got got right back to me, and we we email each other and text each other quite often, especially through Instagram, because I like his posts and he likes mine all the time, and um, yeah. He's a very gracious dude, and he's really dedicated and very clear-minded and knows what he wants and does his thing and doesn't try to fit into anybody's thing. Yeah. And he's connected to the spirit of the music always. Yeah. Like, he calls his guitar mother. I know. You know Whoa. what I mean? <laughs> like, he's 63 Stratus mother. Damn. And, like, and he just, you just, he closes his eyes and he just gets lost. He's, he's not lost, but he just loses himself inside of the music. Yeah. You know, and taps into the spirit of it immediately. He's not like trying to be the coolest dude in the room. Mm-hmm. It just, he just immerses himself, you know, and that's, that's beautiful. There was this one uh, moment that we couldn't record, obviously, because that would have been a shame to everyone that experienced that moment in the baked potato. Mm-hmm. But, he uh, did a solo and then he went out in front of the stage and then he turned the volume down. So it was dead yeah. quiet in the Whoa. room, but he was just playing with no amp on his guitar, like soloing in the big. Oh, I it, it was just that. like, yes, like there was I had never seen anything like that. And I was just like, dude, this this guy has something. Yeah. And for him to do that, because he's known for playing very loud. Extremely like, loud, his, yeah. yeah. That was amazing, like, there, yeah. There's a jar of earplugs at the entrance of his gigs. Yeah. Because he's going for tone. He's going for a certain sound, you know. But he himself doesn't wear them, which kind of scares me for him a little bit, because it's so loud, but it sounds so good. It's, it's like extra butter on your bread, man. You know what <sighs> I mean? It's like... It's just that thing. You got to have it. You That's know? cool. 
Yeah, that's, a, that's a good story. Here's, here's a fun fact about Philip Sace. Mm. Uh, we're actually um, astral twins. <laughs> what? Really? We have the exact same birth date, same oh, day, really? month, and year. I, I don't know about the time. I haven't asked him about that because that'd be kind of creepy. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. We uh, we've just seen him at the baked potato a few times, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, Astral twins. Yeah, that's what that's called. I didn't oh, know. Didn't birth, know birth, birthday buddies. Birthday buddies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. <laughs> that's I wonder, all. I'm sure he. I, I'm not. I can't say I'm sure he would, but I, I think he'd be awfully flattered if you asked him because he's he's such a great dude. He yeah. really is. He's he's very nice. We we did talk to him a little bit after the show. Yeah. yeah. If he's playing anywhere in Ventura, we would love to have him on. I don't think he'll play Ventura. Yeah. Well, we'll try to convince him. He's <laughs> nowhere to play anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, he's a he's a Ventura theater kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, like you know, it's he doesn't gig out a lot just because I mean he stands for uh, from what I understand it's just like you know he wants the proper type of an agent and wants the proper type of the show and yeah. which I blame him I, I would I feel that way as well but um, I also have a mortgage to pay and, and I, yeah. I roll solo so <laughs> yeah well you do so many different things you can do the trio you can do the larger band st- straight up shred your face off kind of show and then you can go captivate people with an acoustic guitar and a looping pedal or just an acoustic guitar in your voice and and hold people for the whole gig so it's, your versatility yeah. is like that's you know Thanks. do anything man it's that's what i'm doing sunday by the way at grapes and hops grapes and hops this sunday grapes right? and hops this sunday, two, to, two to five Oh, oh, that's awesome, that's man! Great. Two to five this Sunday at yeah. Grapes and Hops, everybody. Well, I we're, we're not going to be able to make that one, but I I can't wait till you're back locally again, maybe on a weekend where we yeah. don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, the kids it are would be Great to have yeah. kids again, and we'll hopefully that's going to be opening up pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. So Grapes and Hops uh, just now reopened, right? Today. Oh, oh wow! Today, no that's, way! That's so Dang. great. Yes, that's good news. Today, go get your IPA. Go get your beer and wine at Grapes and Hops <laughs> and, right um, now. Check this out, though. They're also they're gearing up now. They've got their their next in line in town for um, they have their liquor license. Good so for them. I good. heard that. Yeah, it's gonna be a full bar. Yeah, nice. Wow. That's coming next, and then they've got convection ovens and a new menu, and Tammy's redesigned the whole inside of the place. And wow, it's incredible. Well, I'm so glad that wow. they made it through this and are actually, you know, getting bigger and better with it. That's amazing. Yeah, I've I've heard about all of that in the the menu. Tammy and I actually share the same esthetician, so. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> Girls talk. What's going on? What's going on? Girls talk. You just have like the same birthday. You got the same esthetician. I'm so connected. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you have no idea. Well, we're lucky we have you on the show. <laughs> you have the same astral esthetician. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're so connected. <laughs> that sounds a little phallic, doesn't it? Uh, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Holy crap. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, um, okay, so a little bit more. Um, I'm, I'm just, uh, I want to get to your, a little bit more of your background. Um, you won a Battle of the Bands? Well, a couple of them in my life, but the last one was the Southern California um, Battle of the Bands. That's a big area. To, to go to Memphis. Yeah. yeah. So we, we won for California. Wow. And, uh, 
or, or the Southern California region. We won for that and then got narrowed down to the semifinals mm. and made it to the semifinals. Me and Sam and Mario Caleri. Yeah, you guys all went out to Memphis and shredded. Really? Uh, Memphis, yeah. yeah. Wow, I and feel I, so honored. I met all three of you. <laughs> that band, you know, the theme, I don't know how it works, and I don't want to say anything negative, but the the theme of that that competition that particular year was all of the finalists like the the three first second and third place mm-hmm. were uh female singers with horn sections mm. um but you know there are nine bands i think it was nine acts that compete but the first second and third place went to groups with horn sections and female singers they were all fantastic so not taking anything away from it but it was kind of a, a theme thing mm. And um, so, I mean, we just went and did the best we could. And I'm, I'm really not a competition guy like yeah. that because nobody is ever going to be as good as I'm at being me. And I'll never be as good as somebody else at being who they are. So how are you to say that, you know, that's like saying, you know, Joe Bonamassa is better than Eric Johnson or better than Steve Vai or, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like. You can't compare Right, and you know, like Derek Trucks is not Jeez. like a sweet guitarist, but his touch and his style is like he's my favorite guitar player that's out there right now. Me too. And, yeah. But but you know, I mean, technically, he and Joe are of the same elk. You know, they have the same. They came up the same way. They're like these young prodigy guitar players, and they're both just completely amazing. And I love Joe's playing, and I love you know, but they're different. Yeah. And Joe will never be you know, will never be uh, Derek and Derek will never be Joe. They just, they approach yeah. it differently. Yeah. It's well said. I remember talking, I, I think with Sam Boley and, and Mario Caleri, as you guys were going out there and, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about like, I think I, I've always kind of felt this way. Like it's such a competition to just make a living in music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's a it's a weird and kind of counterintuitive to like actually sign yourself up for a competition, but then at yeah. the same time, it's that was such a cool thing to be a part of and represent this area and your music. That why not just go and do it? But then also, yeah. who knows what's going to happen because it's super subjective. I watch pro surfing all the time, and it, yeah. it just depends on the judge's mood, you know, because yeah. um, it's so stylistic and and all of that stuff. But um, what a what a cool trip! And obviously, guys, it was really like cool. It was, it was really awesome, and I was glad to be a part of it to get narrowed down to the semifinals. Oh, that's from huge! It. That's great. Everybody all over the world, but at the same time, it's like you know, there's a lot of elbow rubbing, and I'm just not that good at rubbing. I mean, I, I suppose I could be, but I just I'm not. Hey, how's it going? I think you have to be. I know that person, and you know that person, and you know, you know. <laughs> I hate that too. Well, you're going to have to be good at rubbing elbows because of the pandemic, so you can't shake hands anymore. <laughs> Sorry about that. Air hugs. But the other competition I won years ago was 1989. We won the number one unsigned band in the United States. Wow. What? It was, yeah, it's called the American Dream Festival. Wow. And we were. It's, it was it was a competition that was done at fairgrounds all over the all over the United States, oh and so God. we won for San Bernardino, the Orange County Fair, and, or not Orange County, San Bernardino County Fair, uh-huh. and so we won and um, went to the finals, and it was 
uh, we went to the, did the thing at the Spice Club in LA. And, you know, back in the day, I used to play the strip all the time and I had a huge hair. And I you did had that huge whole hair? Hollywood yeah. Field. Oh, my God. Yeah, we, we, awesome. We hair. won that. And you know what pictures. I won? I won a gold medal that was made out of like cotton metal and was plated. <laughs> and a container of protein powder. Sweet. Oh my gosh. And so and a, and like a month's supply of vitamins. <laughs> and then they sold this thing. It was hosted by Dick Van Patten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? From, from A to the Neff. Like some cable company and like like people were seeing it in like Mississippi. You know, wow. it wasn't even on prime time or anything. <laughs> so, what band was that that you you won with? The band was called Visions. Visions. Oh, no, 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 no. That was the band. It was Route Sixty Six. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What kind of music did you play? It was like uh, Guns N' Roses meets Steve Earle. Whoa, interesting. Wow. So it was like a, ah, you know, with big hair and a, ah, you know, but it was all like you know. <laughs> It's like all like southern fried bluesy rock. Wow. But with with big hair and like, ah! That's great. I love that. But at that time I was married. I got divorced at 26. And she passed away a few years ago. Rest her soul. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. She was a, thank you. She was a hairstylist. And so she would, I'd hang upside down. And she'd spray all this mousse and crap in my hair and like <laughs> rat it out. And I had really long hair, like down to my ass. And so she made this big lion's mane thing out of my hair. And wow. I got to convert it to video and put it on YouTube. Dude, you have to. <laughs> like, that's how I'll go viral. It'll be so ridiculous. Well, well, well hold on. Is this is this part of your hair right here? Am, am I looking that at that correctly? Kind of hair, but it was teased. Like upside down. That was like a few years because I made that record in ninety eight. Ninety seven, oh, yeah, ninety eight. That was yeah. a little 97. more nineties, yeah. I was signed to Chrysalis Records at that time, and so I did that record. But before that, because I moved to oh, Venice Beach sorry, in ninety two, and I've always had long hair, and so um, that back then, yeah. and and it was longer than that. It was wow. like crazy long. Like, How did you get in the car to go to gigs? Like, yeah, did you get did to you like, fit? <laughs> You know, well, wrapped what, around like yeah, a scarf, or <laughs> it was, yeah, be very careful, man. A lot of that stuff was done in the dressing room. Oh, you get to the gig and then you get all fancy. I've yeah, heard, yeah, I heard yeah. of this before. <laughs> yeah. Like, like moose and aquanet on your guitar neck. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> very flammable situation. Yeah. Oh my god. So, what what eighties uh, rock band did you play in? Well, it was just my thing. It was like. Uh, we had a band called Visions. We had a band called The Trip. We had another band called uh, Route 66, and those were the main bands that played in Hollywood for like almost 15 years. I did this strip. Wow. So all the way up to 90, from 87, 86, until my math is horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, 86 <laughs> to 98, I played the Sunset Strip pretty much. Because when I in the late '90s, I moved to Nashville in '93, and I came back with my tail between my legs, couldn't get it going. And mm-hmm. uh, as soon as I got home, got a call from Waylon Jennings. Wow! Because the, because my sister's second, my sister's husband's second cousin was Steve Bender, who lives actually in Oxnard, and uh, he worked with Elvis Presley and did the comeback special in '67. No 68. way. 
68. Yes. And he might be watching right now, but he was my manager and he, he, he produced a lot of television shows and he did the 65th anniversary of the grand old opera and he met Waylon Jennings. So he told Waylon about me. And as I'm driving home from Nashville, Waylon reaches out to me, um, actually right before he left. And I said, I'm moving. And he says, well, call me when you get to California. So I get to California and I left him a message, no cell phones back then. And he calls my sister's house while I'm working on my my, um, brother-in-law's landscaping company. And he calls my sister and left a message and ended up managing me for a year and a half. And I did Lollapalooza in 1996 with Waylon. Wow, 96. Holy crap, that was so new. We did main stage with Metallica and Soundgarden. Oh, we lost your camera. <laughs> Hold on a second. We'll come. We'll come, come back. back. We'll come back. We got Sammy's you. Calling. We got you. We got you. <laughs> oh, hi, Sam. <laughs> Dude, so, so uh, you're saying you Waylon managed you, and you also yeah. played guitar in Waylon's band. Is that correct? Yeah. There's a book that came out. Um, uh, called something well, what is that? i have it in my bookshelf uh uh something about uh, his son terry shooter's brother yeah wrote this book called living with a rebel father or something like that and that shows Waylon in, in the 70s but anyway it's mentioned in the book towards the end of the book about how Waylon started a management company before Dreamcatcher entertainment came out he had a well dream catcher whatever it was that became big that was dream catchers Spielberg's Dreamworks Dreamworks yeah yeah right so so Dreamcatcher Entertainment was the name of the management company and I was their first artist holy crap wow me and a a black country dude he was managing he signed him up second but then Shooter kind of got word of that and I got to ride around with Waylon and Willie and those guys and the last Highwaymen tour I actually have a Telecaster signed by Johnny Cash Waylon Willie and Chris Christopherson oh my gosh and so um, that there's a video on that on YouTube. But uh, anyway, man. so Shooter, just, you know, decided he wanted to go for it at like 16. And he did all these. Tr- it was really cool. I haven't talked to Shooter in years, but he did a whole bunch of music, did like a project with his dad. Mm-hmm. And it was like Nine Inch Nails meets Waylon. Yeah. And yeah. really freaking Ooh, cool, cool music. That's cool. And so Waylon wasn't feeling too well during that time, so he didn't have a lot of energy mm. to, to expend for Shooter and me and the whole thing. So he kind of, he asked me to play on one of his records. So I did uh, Right for the Time in 1996. And while we were recording the record, um, James Hetfield from Metallica called Waylon and said, hey, listen, you know, we're doing Lollapalooza, but we don't want to do it without you. Wow. So we went we went oh and did Lollapalooza, the main stage. So it was us, then the Ramones. No, it was the Ramones, then us, then Soundgarden, then Metallica. I'm about, I'm, up, I'm, I'm about to fall out of my chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a killer lineup. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. On, a break, on a break from that, we, we had Getting one, like Just a, about a few it. days off. <laughs> And we went and did Willie's Fourth of July picnic. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Well, we we talked about Willie in the last episode of the 420 episode, so uh, mm-hmm. we, oh, yeah. we got him covered for 420. Uh, <laughs> did, did you leave milk and cookies out for Willie? Oh yeah. 420? <laughs> you know, I almost partook 
but I did not. Uh, now nah, I got to keep my noodle on straight these days, man. It's yeah. a tough time right now. <laughs> You should take some advice from uh, Sean, Joe. Yeah, I, I learned my lesson the hard way. Well, maybe we can take some hair advice from Sean. Let's check this out. Um, ah! What is this? Oh, you rat bastard. Wow. What is that? That's called, um, oh, what do you call that? Parting the front, business in the back. That's what you call a hair don't. There's a lot of feathering wow. going on there. A lot of feathering. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's fancy, man. I kind of look yes, like the guy you you're right. That, so. You take that hairdo and you turn your head upside down and spike it, it oh. turns into a lion's mane. That's badass. Wow. And the bolo tie. Jeez. You could tell you were married to a hairstylist. That, that's some nice wow, looking hair. Yeah, that's some good hair, dude. <laughs> yeah, if I just had good posture, it would have helped. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's the total rock star pose. I love it. Swagger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so young and innocent, Sean. Oh my goodness. So that's your that's your band from the eighties. That was my band from the late eighties. Yeah, that was that was uh, Route sixty six. Wow. And we played we played Gazzari's a lot. We played the Troubadour, Coconut Teaser. Mm, Those were the main. That place, yeah. We played we played we played the Roxy a lot. Yeah. I used to rent a charter bus bus in San Bernardino and fill it with a, like fifty people, and buy a case of Andre Champagne, and sell it <laughs> sell the tickets for twenty bucks. Every two people got a bottle. of champagne so by the time they got to the roxy it would pay for the bus but by the time they got to the roxy they'd all be drunk and walk into the roxy <laughs> that's great it's a good crowd right there <laughs> yeah the bus cost me 450 bucks i'd sell tickets 20 bucks a piece wow so there's a... 40 people on the bus do the math wow yeah. that's an innovator bucks. wow what it a was, great idea it that's worked a brilliant it's a idea <laughs> it's been a good business model See, we got to bring that back once, uh, once all this you. virus okay. goes away, we'll that's, just that's start a great packing idea. buses. Listen up, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good plan. Well, I think we have an, um, a game that Shana wants to play right so, now. So if you've watched our show, you know that I like to, uh, I like to, play, to games. play games <laughs> a little bit. She's our game show. And, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Sean, yeah. since, uh, since you were uh, in a few bands in the 80s, oh, yeah. what we're going to do to Tonight is we're gonna we're gonna test your '80s rock music. Oh, oh lord! Knowledge Uh-oh. and uh, Brian, you and Joe, you get to play along. Okay. So what I'm gonna do okay. is I'm gonna read a few lines from a popular '80s song, mm. okay. and whoever <laughs> knows whoever knows the answer can chime in and say what the name of the band is and the name of the song. All right. Cool. Does the winner get a free pair of uh, skater dolphin shorts? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Any color you want. Right on. I'm going to win this thing. And and we also have like the old school like knee socks with the stripes too. So. (laughs) I'm in. Wow. Coming for you, Sean Jones. Well, we're all prepared. We're all in the boxes and we are ready to play Hollywood Squares, ladies and gentlemen. All right. All right. That's Wheel of Fortune. Sorry. You guys Uh, ready? Let's do it. So I'm going to try hard not to uh, say the lyric in the in the tune of the song but i might screw it up so okay let's see. here we go here we go everybody. okay her hair reminds me of a warm and safe place guns and roses oh, wait, 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 yeah. switch out of mine switch out of the mic damn it oh you oh, got it sean did sean get well, it first oh wait it's not the artist and the song title or do you just go guns and roses. Song title? <laughs> <laughs> switch out of the mic 
You guys got it. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say the yeah, judges quick, man. Give, give us a tie on that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, let's see, see here. Next one. Okay. Now you're. Okay. Are you plugged in? Um. Yeah. I'm plugged okay. In. Okay. Now you're. Okay. You're live. Okay. Let's go. I don't want to see no blood. Don't be a macho man. You want to be tough. Better do what you can. Oh, well, it's Macho Man. But, uh, was it the, uh, you got That's not in my wheelhouse, that one. Yeah. I don't want to see no blood. You got something in the background on your computer? I don't know. What is it? No. Okay. Hint? Are we going to do hint? Uh, let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let me try it again. Oh, don't want to no see blood. no blood. Don't be a Macho Man. You want to be tough. Better do what you can. Just. Uh, Michael Jackson just oh. beat it. Oh, the song title. Beat you it. You got it, Joe. Good job. Damn it. What was it? What was it? Beat it, Michael beat it Jackson. Beat Michael Jackson. The way you say it just doesn't... Well, I'm, I'm trying not to give it away. Now I'm getting frustrated. So who played guitar on that song? I know this one. Really? I do. If I had to guess that era, well, it would definitely be J.R. Robinson on drums, I'm pretty sure, right? Um Guitar-wise, Paul Jackson Jr. Probably Slash. Oh, hold on. Oh no, your which guitar part? Oh, the solo was Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but I think the rhythm parts were um, Paul Jackson Jr. and maybe oh shoot, maybe Dean Parks. They they used a lot of different cats back then. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting story because Eddie didn't even want to be paid. Really, Mm -hmm. really. He's like, I have so much money, I don't know where to put it. I'll just come yeah, shred. He just, he just was honored to be asked to do it. Wow. Isn't that funny? Jenna, you're like a rocker, aren't you? You're like a rocker. I, I, you know, honestly, I love music. And like, remember, they used to have uh, Rock and Roll Jeopardy. It used to come on TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would win every single one. Are you serious? I totally, yeah. I have so much useless knowledge in my head about music. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, couldn't you, I couldn't tell you anything about history, but if you ask me a question about a band, and I'm, I know it for sure. <laughs> That's why I have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. What's the next one? Okay. Gina? We got one. Okay. All right. Here we go. So we've got to hold on to what we've got. Oh. It doesn't make a difference bon if we make bon it or Jovi. not. Uh, living on a prayer. Yes. There we go. That was an easy one. Easy. Yeah. Okay. What's the name of the song though? Hold on to what we got, right? Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, what's the next one? Let's see if I, I can... I shouldn't be so rude and just jump on these things like that. I, it's very no, you cute. should. Oh. This is the game. Yeah, that you're supposed oh. to do that, so, yeah. <laughs> no one it. wins anything. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, there's no dolphin shorts in no, this? No, there's definitely dolphin shorts. Oh, okay. You get so respect. By our three viewers. The song, or is it one or the other, or both, um, or what? If if you if you can just name the song, that's cool. You don't have to necessarily name the band if you don't know it. Okay, yeah, just by songs. Yeah, yeah okay. Songs good. All right, we'll see. All right, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Strangers waiting up and down the boulevard. Oh, oh, There's oh. shadows. Don't stop believing, journey. Searching. Damn it! Uh, I'll never. You got it, Joe. Joe, that's good, bro. Yeah, well, you know, I I 
spent the last couple of years in like a franchise cover band, so I've had to play a lot of songs that I never would have had to learn. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still not good at them, but I, I get through the gig. How, how weird does it sound just like hearing these lyrics like being spoken like this and not being sung? <laughs> it is weird, huh? Right? It's a little, yeah, it's trippy. Kind of got that William Shatner vibe to it. Yeah. Oh, right. Totally. <laughs> Rock it, <Brains>. man. <laughs> Up and down. <laughs> okay. Here's another one. What do we got? Okay, guys. Working double time. On the seduction line. Nine to five. She was one ah. of a kind. I don't know. <laughs> She's mine, all Dog mine. Fun. Nobody's got oh, it. She wanted no applause. Oh, it's an ACDC. I shipped me all night long. Oh, there you yes. go. Look at that. Good job, Sean. Good job, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, guys. So uh, one more here. Okay, one more. Okay. All right. I'm living without you. Living alone, this empty house seems so cold. Wanting to hold you, wanting you near. How much oh, I wanted uh, you home. Uh, uh, open arms. Ah, uh, yes, you got it. Fuck. <laughs> Dang, dude, I think you just won yourself a pair of yeah, dolphin I shorts, bro. Yeah, I think you bro. did. I think you won. Yay. Yeah, congratulations. We're going to need a picture. <laughs> so do, you, do you want those in velvet or, or cotton? Skate. We have both. Oh, I am a roller skater, by the way. I can, go, I can skate backwards. Really? I can, I, huh. I can skate my ass off. Oh, you're going to have to meet me at the rink, Sean. I need some more skating buddies. We need some B-roll. Well, they have them. In the reverse direction. Damn. Damn. Can you jam skate? Jam skate? Yeah, that's where you like dance on skates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I just, you know, that whole thing where you're kind of rolling, <laughs> you get the, the front wheels going and right. the back wheels going, and you... Uh, Sounds dangerous, I'm gonna, man. I'm going to get a little old for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus you're a guitar player. You don't want to eat it and yeah. bust I, a well, pinky that's finger. That's what wrist guards are for. Well, <laughs> I, love, I love snow skiing, and I love rollerblading, and I, I'm a little bit of a daredevil when it comes to stuff like that. Well, I, I like Skating is man. I used to, we had a Stardust Roller Rink in San Bernardino, and all night skate where it'd be like midnight until the morning. And they oh, drop wow. you oh, off. Wow. Whoa! It's but funny I, how your parents would just drop you off at a skating rink and be like, "Okay, see you later." At the movies, yeah. and yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of debauchery that happened at that skating rink. Right <laughs> behind the pinball oh, machine. <laughs> what? That's what the my, hell was, was going on? my skating rink. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What? <laughs> what are my you talking first, about? This was at the skating rink. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I got a question. What could possibly go on behind a pinball machine? Oh, Brian, what do, what do you think 14-year-old kids do when their parents are not around? <laughs> How do you hide behind a pinball machine? <laughs> Where else are you going to go? <laughs> it's a quiet place to do algebra. Exactly. Do you, really, do you really want to ask that question? Yeah, they, they You're were, right. They were doing math. That's a good point. That's That's a good right. point. You might not want to know, man. You might not want to know. Well, it's cool because... If it was a job, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, oh, God. Oh, my gosh. This is so the, uh, the skating rink in Ventura, they actually do, or they used to do adult skate nights on Wednesdays. And so they would be, you had to be over 21 and they serve beer and wine and which wow. seems like a terrible idea when you skate but no. yeah but it's, it's kind of cool uh, I wish the music was better but other than that we, it's fun we always drank before we went skating oh did you oh well, well, see I was too young yeah 
Yeah, uh, I wasn't drinking that that early. Pops, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. Oh, oh okay. right. And, and some Boone's farm wine. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, that. DJ Swan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of wine, you had a long yeah. tenure with <laughs> Dina Carter as well, right? And, yes. Yeah. Oh. Strawberry wine. Yeah. Yes, I played with her for ten years. Yeah. He's a dear friend, and uh, her brother is one of my best buddies. And he became an attorney and lives in Florida. And when he left the band, um, I took her, or I took his place. And bef- and the, when her hits were out, Ed Berghoff, who lives right up here on yeah, the hill, our good buddy Ed. Ed was, Ed was when 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 she hit because she had four number one singles on her first album, so yeah. four million copies. Ed, Ed was the guitar player. Yeah, that's right. That's so so crazy, man. And, and all those years ago, and then I, I'm a lucky dude because I've gotten to play with you and Ed Burkoff a lot, and I even got to play with Dina before. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, a little bit, which was so cool because I grew up with like a big crush on her, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm playing. Um, my yeah. mother's calling me. Hold on a sec. Sorry. You want to um, take this, <laughs> Mom? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I, I told you to turn your phone off. <laughs> well, it's on it mute, but it's this. Uh, newfangled ipad thing keeps ringing oh, right. oh. sorry about that oh. um yeah like what a trip got to play with all three you guys like her my very first show with dina was was in ventura in the promenade right by the aloha steakhouse no kids yeah and then we did a That's gig at zoe's and sold it out too that was fun wow that was not sell out i, th- I think but, did did you guys play at the watermark too i think i may have seen you or seen she her there. She came to one of my gigs and sat in. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's what it was. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. On a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, that Sunday's at the top, man, when they they make the roof disappear. Oh, I miss that so much, dude. Oh, like, man. Every day I think about there, that. I'd be all bleary-eyed and just go in there and just mark, let us turn it up and rock. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get yelled at a little here and there about my volume, but usually, like, and it'd be like Herman Matthews and Sam, Herman on drums and Sam Bowley on bass <laughs> and Armin, Chuck Makian on keyboards, like, it's a freight train, man. Wow. <laughs> Those were the we days. Need to bring that Damn it. Back. Yeah, they, they we do need to bring that back. I don't know how, but that's yeah. that. it'll, it'll happen at uh, it'll happen at Grayson Hall. Yeah, go. that's where it's oh, going to yeah. be. Now. Because that's yeah. the best that's the best local stage in town. It now. is. I mean, it, it really is. Sam Sam and Tammy and myself, but more Sam and Tammy built that stage. Yeah. Oh wow. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Oh my yep. gosh. Sam was kind of, Sam and Tammy were the, you know, Tammy could build a flipping house and so could Sam and Sam has actually yeah. done a lot of stuff. But Tammy built that bar herself too. Wow. She's, she's oh, badass. There's a lot of this is some history for you guys out there. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. And the decorations a, stuff, man. Very she's great like a stage. Master. And now that they're going yeah. full bar, that oh. place is going to off yeah it's gonna wow. get busy busy dude that's good news it's man gonna be so good wow. so yeah. you you are there uh this uh sunday right mm-hmm. at uh what was yeah. it two the two to five two to yeah. five that's right <laughs> that's great um and you got uh any new music coming out i do I, i'm kind of working on a couple of different things i've i've been writing a fair amount um and I've, i'm doing some tracks with Mario and Sam, I've done a few with them. Cool, and great. Just kind of like one song at a time type deal because the pandemic and the way it's gone. 
and everybody's kind of learning to work from home now. But I've also got a little project going with, um, uh, it's a, like an R&B project going with Herman Matthews and oh. Mike Minnell. Oh, man. Oh, and, wow. Oh. And so that is, uh, Junior Mavis is the name of that project. Really? Oh, cool. Is it the three yeah. of you guys? Herman and Mike and It's the three of us, but it's it's the three of us, but it also will expand into, I've always wanted to have a band with a horn section. Yeah. And so it's going to, I want to, have a, it's, it's made like an R&B thing, you know. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. we've got. I've been writing a lot of songs with Jeff Silbar for that mm. project, and um, Jeff is kind of like our ghost member because he's writing. Dude. He and I are writing for. It. So yeah. really quickly, you got to. We mentioned those names, but for the listeners that don't know their names but have heard their music a lot, just give the rundown of that band real quick. Well, mm-hmm. including Jeff, because it's uh, really so uh, legendary. Jeff Silbar wrote uh, Wind Beneath My Wings. And that's in the oh top five. It's just a small song. Wow. It's a little song. And, yeah. That's, uh, that's what a great song. 1, yeah, 1,500 people. Yeah. I've recorded that song. It's yeah. in the top five songs recorded of all time. Yeah. Yeah. That's and amazing. So, in recording music history. It really is, man. And and then you walk into his house, home big home studio. We, we Sean and I worked on one of Sean's records there with Jeff. And then you, I always knew who he was as a kid. But then you look at all of the gold and platinum records that are on the wall Dude. for everybody from, you know, Kenny he's Rogers. He's got the new to, Ringo Starr song. No kidding, really? He's got yeah. the name of the album and the new single called Zoom In, Zoom Out. Ooh. The video's out Ringo Starr, man. Jeez. Yeah, he was just on uh, Colbert. Yeah. Yeah. No well, the new single, Jeff wrote it by himself. Matter of fact. Wow. Love is Love or something like that? Wow. I forgot what this single. All they single. did was replace uh, the drums and, and Ringo's and, and Jeff's voice. They used his demo, actually. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was he was making a big deal about Zoom the last year, and he was just like, yeah, it's Zoom in. Yeah, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> Zoom in. It's fun. Yeah, Jeff wrote that. He sent that. Jeff wrote that story. <laughs> didn't even co-write that. Because Jeff co-writes a lot. But yeah. He wrote that one on his own. That's amazing. Damn. So you got yeah. Jeff Silbar kind of writing... And then Sean Jones, guitar slinging, writing, singing. And then you've got Herman Matthews, who's been recorded a million times. I met him back when he was in Tom Jones' band. And then... The drummer... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, But, I mean, that's like one of the many millions of things that Herman has done. He's like the most pocketed, groovy dude. Big yeah. old guy just like throws it down, <laughs> and then Mike well, Metal on bass. I was working with Mario on a song today, and Mario is equally is is oh yeah, yeah, and pocketing and the whole pocket thing. They're they're different but the same. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. mm-hmm. I, I want to do this new like a rock uh, Amer- Americana rock record, kind of like what I've done, but you know, new versions of things or new you know new songs with with him and Sam with oh, Mario man. and Batman and I want to do this R&B project and we've got like eight songs so far for it and we rehearse here at the house oh cool and that's great Mike and Herman were in Tom Jones's band together mm-hmm. for 10 years oh, and then, you know Herman's Herman's uh, was like with Whitney Houston during her heyday like you mm-hmm. know all the big songs and yeah. Tower of Power. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine getting yeah. that sub call when Garibaldi had to <laughs> leave for a while? Like, oh, just Rock go ahead and learn all that. <laughs> I mean, he's played with so many people, man. He was talking about 
he had forgotten that he backed up Aretha Franklin at a thing you were talking the other day. Oh it's my like, gosh. Thought that you were backing up Aretha Franklin. Oh my god. Yeah, it was you know something where we were honoring Aretha and it was like Whitney and Aretha and whatever Jeez. else. Like, <laughs> this is okay. well it's so fast you know? it's so fascinating to me because you're talking about all these people that uh, my dad uh, grew up with. And I I mentioned my dad every episode. It's fine. But he passed away about five years ago. But he was a radio DJ for 50 years and in the L.A. area. Charlie Tuna. Yeah, he was. Uh, his wow. radio name was Charlie Tuna. And he worked yeah. at KHJ. His first job was out in L.A. was KHJ. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's great to hear all these names and just go like, yeah, yeah my dad interviewed him or her, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like all of us are weirdly connected and it's just, it's really damn cool. And it I is. just, I can't so, say, you know, enough good I'm things. I'm so honored to work with really amazing people. And, you know, that's, if, if you know, the bigger, th- I didn't get to have the John Mayer or the Clapton slot, you know, unfortunately it, my career doesn't equal those, but at the same time, the effect that it's, you know, you get to play music for a living and you get to touch people's hearts. And then for me, you know, the fact that I've got to surround myself with people that are better than me, you know, and, and, and learn how to groove and how to play and how to not play too. Yeah. The space between the notes, that's music too, you know? Yeah. Letting things breathe. That's jazz. (laughs) That's jazz, yeah. Yeah. The notes you don't play. (laughs) Well, and it's a testament to kind of you being a true and honest artist, you know? Like, it doesn't matter if it's you working with Silbar and the the new kind of band that's going to have horns with Mike and, and those guys, or the trio stuff that you're going to work on with Mario Cleary and Sam Boley, you're always yeah. doing what you want to do as a band leader and as a singer songwriter. And I think that's kind of like the ultimate success is that you can, you can choose what you want to do and then you can actually make it happen like that. Not a lot of people actually can get that far with it. Well, I mean, I, I'd like to make it happen even more than it has, but, Sure, yeah. you know, but at the same time being in the moment and just, you know, like I've been listening to a lot of motivational stuff uh, when I don't listen to, like I listen to a lot of talk radio, listen to a lot of motivational stuff too, just to get inspiration and keep my spirits up, yeah. especially during the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've been listening to a lot of Wayne Dyer, who is a brilliant, he's a brilliant spiritual minded guy who died in 2015. Good. And Wayne Dyer just talks so much about being in the moment and mm-hmm. allowing things to come to you and allowing, you know, instead of, focusing on where you should be and you know and where you think you should be and where you think you need to go or what you've done and being stuck back in the past or being stuck thinking about where you should be being in the moment mm-hmm. that's all you need is that moment yeah it's it's so hard to uh especially with all this technology and uh it's almost like we're just addicted to not moving yeah or not thinking we're, we're addicted to to not thinking we can't just sit on a bed and just be a person you know it's just we have to be constantly doing something with a phone or you know i'm a little afraid constant of the stimulation right what's that channel what? uh, it's just constant stimulation yeah overstimulation overstimulation yeah. Yeah. yes yeah you and know I, it's and in music i think um kind of just brings it back all all back home because it, I think it's the truest form of 
uh, translating energy uh, from person to person. You can't, it's so hard to get to make someone dance without a beat, you know? And when you have a beat there, it's in the rhythm and the, in the music and the songs, and it just all comes together and it feels good. And there's good, just good energy in the recording process. And you can't fake that. You, there's no robot that can do that. You cannot yeah. fake human energy. And I think that's what our, you know, the, the human commodity, I think that is what is going to be uh, the most precious in, uh, in, in the future as we, you know, go through the d- different, uh, decades of uh, techno- technological growth. You just had to, you had to know how to, I mean, you had to really lay it down back in the day, you know, like before Pro Tools and all the digital yeah. stuff. Like my first, my first recording projects were on two inch tape and like there was no nudging things around or cutting and pasting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you were going to, if you were going to edit something, you got on a razor blade and freaking cut the tape. Yeah. You know, I mean, and spliced it and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's not done that way anymore. And I'm not saying that that's the best way. But, um, you know, being able to tap into the to the modern technology and also being aware and diving into the classic stuff and being able, able to meld it all together is really makes a full a full artist, like a well-rounded musician and an artist is being able to to tap into to, to the past, you know, what's going on now and and being able to to really understand it and get your mind around it, you know, is instead of just being like getting the latest toy, you, you know, editing everything and tuning your voice constantly. And, you know, all those old great records, nobody's voice got tuned. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything is tuned now. You don't hear any out of tune notes. Yeah. No. Nothing is out of tune. Even with live concerts, it runs through a tuning yeah. You know, before it hits the speakers in the audience. And there's like redubs on the way, you know, yeah. the overdubs and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wow. There, there is so much more. Can we have you back on the show at a future, a I future would, date? I would love it. Oh, my God. It's been so much fun talking to you. And Hopefully next time we'll be in a studio and you'll be able to come see us in person. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. I'm, I'm sorry I talk so much. I just, it's, I, no, <laughs> I really this enjoy is, it. it makes a perfect guest. It's a, yeah, this is, a, yeah, you are the perfect guest, <laughs> sir. So, <laughs> uh, wow. So, um, we want to thank you so much for joining us tonight, Sean Jones, everybody. Yeah, man. Thank you, Sean. You thank can you, find Sean. his music yeah. and info uh, about live upcoming shows on seanjonesmusic.com everybody um, and uh, we have some person that he mentioned we have him, we're going to have him on next week That's I think right. uh, next Tuesday we have Mario Caleri joining us on the local Look show at that world class drummer world class drummer yes for many many people right. huge stars Sean Jones uh, shoot the wallflowers the list goes on and on yeah he's a he's a Groove machine. Oh yeah, we we are so blessed to have all this talent in the area, and um, you know, especially Shayna for and and I'm you, not Joe. Talented. No, you you guys know a lot of people. And I you, just I I love music. So you're introducing I, me to all the right ones. Yes, so I, I just want to say thank you. I'm indoctrinating you on the local music scene. And speaking of that, um, so we have Mario Cleary on Tuesday. On Thursday, mm-hmm. we have 
Jason Artisodi. You know him as Artie. Oh, there we go. Jason Artisini. So that's going to be great. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. And Dude. some interesting things to share. We do. We do. So there's that. <laughs> uh, and we also have um, some interesting local news for uh, our our shop. What do we got? Come, we come do. Up. We we actually we, in the local shop. Uh, it's the localshop.net. We've got uh, we've got five new bands that are going to be joining us in the five. next week. So stay tuned. There's going to be some cool merch coming out. And I wow. uh, can't wait to, to share with everybody. So make sure you follow us on um, Instagram and Facebook. That's localshop.net, too, and you'll see some cool stuff. There but, you, go, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm getting excited because now I can talk about some live music. So I have like three oh, yeah. live music events for you for this weekend. Yeah, let's, so let's, here let's, let's hear them. So tomorrow night at uh, Piranos out on the terraza mm. is going to be Brian Shear doing a solo acoustic set cool. from Shear. 6 to 8:30 so I'm going to I'm going to try to take uh, take you Brian over to see the other Brian tomorrow night well yeah, does, he, he's good does he spell his name with a y nope nope, nope. he's an he's an i he's an i o mhm well we will have to see how good he is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's good <laughs> and doesn't on, mean anything <laughs> on saturday we at uh, four bricks winery great spot great wine and food uh from 1 to 3 30 is Brittany burchett and benjamin butner butner is that so boy can cool. pick a damn guitar that man. girl he can is. sing i haven't yeah. heard her but ben's killer oh, so the two of them together. together wow okay i'd love to hear yeah that. well Brittany's gonna actually be on our show um in may cool. so yeah that's yeah, gonna be great yeah, that's going to be awesome. And uh, last but not least, on Sunday, we've got the Free Love Project again. They're, they're doing so many shows right now. And so it, many. It, each time, it's a, it's kind of a different lineup, so it's really cool. But you've got to check them out. They're going to be out at uh, the Shores in Oxnard from 1 to 4 p.m. They're such a fun band. And, yeah, we saw them at Mrs. Mrs. Olson's yeah. uh, this past weekend, and they're just uh, a fun bunch. And they just want to see people dance and have a great time. So mm-hmm. please go check them out and check out Sean. This Sunday at Grapes and Hops. That's right. Sean's going to be Sean at Grapes Jones, and Hops everybody. As well. Two to five. Thank him. Doing his thing. For uh, coming on. And uh, we will see you on the next episode, everybody. Have a great weekend, everybody. This is The Local Show. And we do everything locally. <laughs> and this local goodbye is for you. Brought to you by Sean Jones, Glory Brown. Brought to you by Sean Jones. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Here we go. Thanks, brother. Take care, man. Take care.